trying to change the world one crack at a time. You are the king of crack. Holy crap. You are now locked in to the Talking Cracks oh podcast from the King of Cracks studio with the King of Cracks and Eileen BTS. How that feel? Good as fuck. Hey guys, and welcome to a much-awaited episode 17 of the Talking Crack Podcast. I'm your host, the King of Cracks. I'm here with the lovely Eileen BTS. What's going on, Eileen? Not much, Doctor. We're finally <laughs> back after a two-week wait. Two-week hiatus. We say this every time, a two-week hiatus again. <laughs> yeah. We we've, just, we've been super busy. We have been super busy, and we apologize if anyone's been tuning in to these <laughs> weekly ones. But I, again, I apologize. We've been very, very busy. It's been a very yeah. stressful and busy ca- past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's summer. Everyone's like coming I in know. right before they go back to school, I back know. to work. Our schedule has been jam-packed, mm-hmm. and everyone has been a little impatient, let's say, <laughs> while coming in for services. So we're doing our best to to stay focused. I mean, it's not bad for our, the business, <laughs> but I, I do apologize if you have to wait, guys. I'm, again, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm just sorry all around. <laughs> I know, right? So here we are with another, what is this, 852nd conversation about COVID Yeah, on our podcast? Pretty much, yeah. So we're back with another round of the the Coviticus Pandemica. Po- Coviticus Pandemica, as <laughs> Eileen <name>. says. <laughs> so we've they've released new guidelines. Mm-hmm. I heard, I've been hearing talks about it, but today I think it made it official. Really? Where ve- indoor venues of a thousand people or more are required to make sure people are either vaccinated or mm-hmm. n- have a negative test within 72 hours before attending the event. Yes. This includes things like Dodger uh, games, basketball games. Well, those are outdoor events. Oh, wait. Basketball games, Uh um, parties, Mm. concerts, nightclubs. Mm -hmm. I don't think restaurants will meet a thousand people or more, but anywhere (laughs) that you need to be indoor with a thousand people or more, Mm -hmm. you're now required. The outdoor requirements are 10,000 people. So Uh now you're talking about sporting events like. Mm-hmm. Be- baseball, football, mm-hmm. things like uh, Coachella and outdoor music festivals and whatnot. I'm actually kind of so ready. ready. Do you see my shirt? I know. I see. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the King of Cracks tie-dye on today. I don't think you could see it on the camera, but yeah. it says King of Cracks across it. So, he actually, um, I got this shirt and I was like, doctor, check out this shirt. And he was like, let's put a King of Cracks on it. And I was like, let's do it. <laughs> show it off. Show it. Show it. Show the people the King know. of Cracks. I don't know. I don't know if you can. There you go. Can, can, can you, it, it's white. That's why you can it's yeah. probably just like uh, bouncing off the light here. But it, it says King of Cracks. It's pretty cool. It's an awesome shirt. I love it. Not just because of my name. I think it's a really cool shirt. The cool shirt. Yeah. It's just the concept. So anyways, uh-huh. how do you feel about, let's say you want to go to Coachella. Mm-hmm. You bought tickets. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, crap, I don't have my vaccine. Oh, man. <laughs> right? I, I I don't know how to feel about that because I have my vaccine and I'm ready for the booster. They're, um, they're doing a, a, I don't want to say a great job, but they're doing a good job of mm-hmm. isolating everyone. Yeah, they are. They're pretty <laughs> much they're pretty much making us get this vaccine at this point. It's kind of scary to a yeah. sense that the government has this much control over us and what we're doing with our I bodies. feel like they've always had this much control over us. We just never realized it. Yeah. They do. You, you're right. They do they because do. people are like 
you know, when people are like, oh, I don't want to yeah. get the vaccine because it has a chip and blah, blah, blah. They're going to have yeah. all my information. I'm like, bro, you're assigned a number at birth. The control <laughs> that they have all starts at birth. Yeah. As soon as you're, you're born. Social. <laughs> no, as soon as you're born, mm-hmm. you're given three or four vaccines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from the ages of zero or coming out of your mom's, there's well. controversy. <laughs> well, are you born? Are you zero years old when you're first born? Or are you zero years old when you come out of your mom's vagina? Uh, or womb. Or womb. <laughs> would have been a nicer <laughs> I was <word>. saying the more... <laughs> it's so graphic. I'm not trying to be graphic, but... <laughs> no, but I, That's I see what, what is, you mean. Right? I think I would, yeah. I would say it would start when you... When yeah. you're born, like when, when you're born, when, when you're, you're born, when you're born, when you're born. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. basically, I mean, yeah, that's technically mm-hmm. age zero. Then you go up to 12 months and you're, you're bombarded with mm-hmm. so many. I mean, we took Stella. I mean, I can't 5, even tell 000. you how many times, how many vaccines <laughs> she's gotten. Yeah. But that's when they get control. Yeah. Is very early at birth. Really? Yeah. That's, I mean, I get, mm, yeah. Like I said, like yeah. the government has so much control over us. We just. Yeah. You know, as people, we're so used to it that sure. we are, it's ingrained into us. And we're just, at some yeah. point, we just don't ask questions and we're just like, okay. Yeah. And I feel this like this, required. this is the first time where there's been a pandemic mm-hmm. with social media involved as well. Yeah. So everyone's able to share their opinion and get mm-hmm. their opinions out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a nation and as a world, everyone's sharing information and yeah. sharing their thoughts and it should become a big like it's just like yeah. this big melting pot of like thoughts and opinions. It's, it's really crazy how yeah. we we go from racial issues mm-hmm. black versus white we mm-hmm. go from uh us versus the police officers we go yeah. and now we're vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers it's crazy every year it changes take, yeah. yeah we're always pinned up against one another and i hate it to i hate death. it too because yeah it 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 places like people in this like state of where they feel like they must fall into a certain on a certain side yes and it's like no there's gray there's middle there's in between and if you're someone that's in between people on either side will attack you yeah they are like why don't you believe in this why don't you believe in that and all that kind of stuff so i mean and to an extent i can see both sides you know everyone has their concerns everyone's going to worry about themselves at the end of the day But if you are someone who, you know, is kind of like on the fence about things, mm-hmm. like, I think this is a good time to, you know, make a decision. Yeah. For, you know, fall on I one mean, side. at the end of the day, you're being forced to make a decision. Yeah. And this all mm-hmm. started back when the elections and all the stuff started where Trump was trying to regain his presidency. Mm-hmm. It went from Trumpers to anti-Trumpers mm-hmm. to now the George Floyd incident happened where it mm-hmm. was like BLM movement versus non BLM movement. Yeah. Even you can go back to Kaepernick where it's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that movement versus everyone else mm-hmm. where there's just conflict, conflict, either on that side or this side, that mm-hmm. side or this side. And now we progress towards vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. And it's just, when is this going to end? Because <laughs> it's been an ongoing thing for the past like two, three years and it really sucks. It does. I don't think it's going to end, doctor. Like social yeah. media is here to stir controversy. Yeah, like really. and then you're going to have friends, family members who, you know, don't agree with you and your thoughts mm-hmm. and they're going to post their opinions online and then sometimes yeah. like personally I'm just like, okay, come on guys, like let's get it together. Yeah, like come on, yeah. like let's be informed, let's do this. For like sure. let's not just repost misinformation. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm not sure. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day, yeah, you know, when yeah. Instagram's like, "Oh, this is flagged as, you know, misinformation, misinformation." Yeah, yeah. So I tell like my family and my friends, I'm like, "You know what, guys, if 
you're going to post something, it's going back to you and your name and your beliefs yeah, and what you yeah, think. So if sure. anyone sees that, they're going to think of you as in a certain for light. For sure. And I was like, yeah. and I, I mean, personally, I don't, I don't care what people think about me. So I'll, I'll just say what I want to say or do what I want to yeah. post what I want to post. Yeah. But I, my big thing is be factual, exactly. you know, check your sources, exactly. make sure it's correct and don't just post to post. Exactly. So yeah. again, whatever side you sit on, whatever side you're on, you know, post accurate information, not yeah. just, you know, because yeah. three people ago, someone said this and, you know, it's something that could be made up. Or know? make up your mind and mm -hmm. just don't share your opinion on it. That's true. Because that your opinion, you don't understand, but when your opinion is shared on social media, mm -hmm. you don't know who's going to read it or yeah. how far it's going to get. I mean, anything exactly. at any time can go viral. Yep. So you got to be really careful what you're posting online these mm -hmm. days. And I think it would really help if everyone would educate themselves, make a decision and just keep it to themselves. Yeah. Instead of sharing it, let the CDC do the sharing of the information mm -hmm. and you just keep your information <laughs> to yourself. Because I don't feel like this is ever going to end. It's not. I don't think it ever And I will. don't feel like we're, this Delta strain is not the last time this is going to pop up mm -mm. they're already recommending booster shots to anyone who has had the vaccine for eight months or more uh -huh. so those are the people who qualify for the booster at this point yeah uh, just a week ago it was maybe yeah. only for the immunocompromised right yeah. and then so this now week it's they it's up it. to if eight months so okay um mm -hmm. if you got it and it's been eight months they're recommending that you are now okay to get the booster, booster. shot yeah. which is Another controversy on its own, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think, the, um, and that's one that the FDA did approve. They approved, the they approved mandating it, but mandating I don't think it? they've okay. still approved the vaccine, the vaccine as a vaccine for coronavirus oh, no, just yet. Yeah. Wow. I wonder lots how long of, it's going to take lots if they of bullshit, do. Lots of bullshit online yeah. about so much stuff, but... At the end of the day, me and I think me and you really lot stay in the gray zone. We yeah. don't like go with the vaxxers or, or go with the anti-vaxxers. We're kind of just like everyone, please get together, make an informed yeah. decision, <laughs> and just stick with it. But yeah. it's getting really hard when schools are requiring it. Yeah. Now s small venues are requiring it. Mm -hmm. You know, health facilities, health facilities, hospitals. outdoor events are requiring yeah. it. And it's just like... It's inevitable at this it's point. It's inevitable at mm -hmm. this point, yeah. It really and, is. And make sure you're checking. If you've got your vaccine, mm -hmm. make sure that your name is registered. I know there's... Uh, if you just Google mm -hmm. the registry for the vaccine in California or wherever state you're in, they have a registry of everyone who's gotten their vaccine. Yeah. And they'll give you a, what's called a digital card. So you can have it on your phone now. It's like mm -hmm. a QR code almost. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure you're checking that your information is accurate and both your doses are listed on there because that's going to make a big difference. Yeah, that's very true. Because yeah. you actually sent me the link the other day. I, I did. Yeah, I did. To it, but yeah. I have to. I did. Um, yeah. But you said that if there's ever any misinformation on there that's not accurate, you should yeah. uh, submit it to to be checked and reviewed. Exactly. It, right? So my father-in-law actually said that he received an email from um, the facility that he got his COVID shots from uh -huh. and they sent him a digital download. So he has it on his like, um, oh, like his wallet, his... on his wallet, on his iPhone. So oh, he pops okay. it up, shows a QR code when he got his vaccines. So me and Diane went to go look and they uh -huh. only have registered our second dose mm. as our first dose. Really? Even though we got both. Okay. I think they were just so bombarded when we first got it back yeah. in January, February. I think, yeah, when yeah. we first got it, it was, insane. it was insane. Like we waited in the car for how long for the first one? Like, I know like, like 45 a, minutes to an hour, like maybe an hour, hour, 15 minutes or yeah, so. It yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. Um, and I remember because I, I drive 
I drive past yeah, where we got yeah, ours. for sure. And there's like maybe like two, three weeks after we went and yeah. there's like no lines. Nobody, I was like, nobody. Wow. <laughs> I just think what happened with us is is they were so overwhelmed and mm -hmm. I don't think anyone ever thought it would get to the point where they would require actual vaccine proof for mm -hmm. you to do things. Yeah, so exactly. The nurses were probably like, here's your vaccine. Here's your card. Mm -hmm. Gotta they go probably by. just like we're just speeding through it, didn't yeah. register it. Yeah, that's And our, our second vaccine got registered as our first. So mm -hmm. we, what you do is you go online. If there's a mistake, you submit all your personal information. Mm -hmm. I think you send them a picture of the, the COVID card, mm -hmm. your vaccine card, plus a picture of your driver's license. They'll confirm it. And then once they change it and make changes, mm -hmm. they'll send you the link to then redownload your QR code with the correct information. Oh, I see. I see. So that's so something I would recommend people have on their phone. Question. I have my uh, vaccine card um, mm -hmm. laminated. Thanks, yeah. Cousin Gracie, for doing that for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they would deny my picture of it because it's uh, laminated. I don't know. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I don't know what the requirements are, but I think as long as you show proof. I know, right? I think you're good to you go. You know, it's so funny because I started hearing on the news, yeah. too, about the vaccine cards, like where it's now going to be a federal crime if you have a fake one. There was actually a story. They actually tried to travel with fake COVID cards and now they're being prosecuted as a federal crime. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. I was like, the links people are willing to go to. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, who knows their circumstance? Maybe it was a family emergency. Maybe, Maybe they yeah. had to get home quick. Who knows mm -hmm. what their circumstance was? Yeah. But... <laughs> Everyone needs to just get prepared. I mean, it's getting worse and worse day by day. Yeah, I think it's going to come to the point where you, like you said, you won't be able to do anything without a vaccine. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. It's going to be like mm -hmm. a passport or a driver's license at some point. Wow, that's crazy. Oof. Like, like, would you ever thought like last year in February 2020 that we would be at this point? Like where no. like, everyone's arguing politically. Everyone's no. arguing like everyone's on opposite sides. We're still trying to figure this, this out. This is crazy. It's crazy. I thought by now we would like have it finished. But then like halfway in between, yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to take like I five mean, years. we've had the bird flu, the swine yeah. flu, all that stuff just came and went. I think maybe because mm -hmm. we were younger, but it just yeah. came and went. We didn't even realize, to be honest. Ebola and all that. Right. Kind of all, that shit, about it now. <laughs> all that shit came and gone. Nobody ever realized what, yeah. you know, and then here we are with COVID and it's just like such a big deal i think covid is just one of those where it's like it's a 50 50 gamble so like if you catch it you're either gonna go negative with it yeah. and you're gonna do really bad or you're gonna be okay with yeah, it yeah yeah um like i said i know a lot of people who have caught it who've yeah been okay a lot yeah. of people have caught it and you know yeah. not been okay so i'm just like this isn't a again no like a million times, no if you catch it it hits you hard if it fucks you up. Yeah. I know yeah. some people like that share their stories on TikTok where mm -hmm. even like six, seven, eight months after, they still haven't regained things like taste yep. or smell back. Mm -hmm. and, and I like to eat food like yeah, a lot. So I, I don't want to risk that. And I know there's a lot of remedies. People are figuring yeah. out home remedies on how mm -hmm. to get it back or what what type of Mm -hmm. Um, I know I saw some video of a girl who lost her taste and smell for like six or eight months. Wow. And it's a very common thing that happens when you are going through cancer or remission or going through chemotherapy. Oh, wow. So the doctors prescribe you a certain medication to help with your taste and smell. Uh -huh. And this person said they took their mother's prescription mm -hmm. and it helped with their taste and really? smell. Yeah. So it's crazy that there's these adva medical advancements. Yeah. Technological. Medical, yeah. Yeah. So Speaking of that, I mean, COVID's obviously come and like just like came in like a wrecking ball, but there yeah. have been some positives from it. Um, yeah. Like something I was reading the other day was um, that scientists are now starting to 
due to COVID and everything like the the shell and the mRNA of it, mm-hmm. they're now going to be able to treat HIV with that. So they're wow, starting to create great. something that can potentially cure HIV. Yeah. So you're, it's yeah. basically advanced research a little bit. Yeah, a little more advanced research. That's so, cool. That's I mean, great. that was something positive that came from this yeah, entire sure, negative, which sure. I think is amazing. Um, you know, I, we have to look at things... Sometimes in a positive light. light. Yeah. Yeah. Just make the best of it. We we, we have to. I mean, like, I'm sure with everything, like any other thing in life, it's a lesson learned and we move forward. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this comes to an end soon because I'm really know, getting tired of wearing a mask, even though <laughs> I know I, I got, I woke up a little late this morning and it made me remember why I get to the office so early because of the school traffic. Yeah. I mean, I hit maybe eight to 10 schools on my way here. Yeah. And I was literally 25 to 30 minutes later than I normally am. <gasps> and I, it took me instead of 12 minutes to get to the office like it normally does about mm-hmm. 25 to 30 minutes to get to the office that's what it is right the schools the opening. schools i was yesterday and today i was like why is there so much so traffic? much traffic i was like what is going and it didn't yeah even occur to me yeah, that it was school yeah. because <laughs> so i was sitting in my car yeah normally i'd be like cursing up a storm right because i'm pissed <laughs> that it that i'm 30 cars deep at the light and i'm yeah. trying to make a left turn and I need to wait another six, seven lights till I can make it, right? Because the school zone's there. <laughs> yeah. But then I sat back and I thought, you know what? This is great. Mm-hmm. Things are getting back to normal. Yeah. It's amazing to just see people out. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I saw cars on the road, people walking their dogs, yeah, going to work. So people are slowly getting back to life. So it's, it's awesome. It's just the little things, right? The I know. tiny, tiny little things. I like opened the windows and I took a fresh breath of air and I was like, you know what? It's okay. Things are getting back to normal. Cool. This is what we need. This yeah, is what we, we do. want. I feel like so we do. It was a step in the right direction. It is. It is. You know, I was actually speaking to someone on the phone today and he was telling me that his child just started school this week. Yeah. And day two today yeah. um, that he got a phone call in the morning that he needed to go pick up his child mm-hmm. Because no. there was an incident of COVID exposure oh, and they have to I do contact exactly tracing. Exactly what you were gonna say. I was like, wow. That's crazy. And I know sucks. there's schools that are like requiring masks that mm-hmm. aren't like allowed to do that too. So they're yeah. getting in a lot of heat as well. I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like as a for public safety, I think it's okay to require them yeah. in these public areas. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, COVID transmission between children isn't that great, but you know, who else is in school? It's, well, they're bringing it home. That's bringing, the problem. Yeah. yeah their yeah. children are bringing it home yeah. and not only that, but there's teachers, yeah. you know, teachers and staff and for administrators sure. for the school yeah. who are adults who could potentially negatively be affected yeah. by contracting I mean, these this. poor teachers have gone through a lot. Oh my God. I feel I, so bad for teachers. I feel like teachers yeah. deserve the world. Yeah. They really do. They put so much on their backs and they carry society. They it, really do. It's just, mm-hmm. they, they've been through a lot of torture with this online schooling. Uh, I, I bet they couldn't uh, wait to get back to the classrooms. Yeah. Like, um, I have some friends who are teachers and they're just like, it's amazing. Like, you know, yeah. it's that feeling of a new school year I know, going to set I know. up and they're just like, this feels great. And you know, they, they're going in with their masks. They're like, my students are happy. Yeah, I'm happy. We're yeah. back. It's been a year and a half, 15 months. And then they're just like, oh, and then they have to deal with like people who are like, you know, exactly. coming in and fighting exactly. with them politically. And exactly. they're just like, I just want to do my job. Yeah, I know everybody just remember <laughs> yeah. what these teachers have been through mm-hmm. before you come at them with yeah. that negativity, Karen mm-hmm. type attitude. Yeah. Before you s- complain or argue with them, just remember what these teachers have been through yeah. for the past year and a half having to teach these kids through zoom and oh. how difficult it is to teach in a yeah. classroom setting but to switch to online platform now back to classroom platform mm-hmm. with all these restrictions and all these guidelines like they have it really tough so be yeah. really 
mindful of that, so I would say. Please check yourself yeah. if you're going to come at one of them. <laughs> Be nice to our teachers <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Yes, absolutely. Right? I, I, I admire them so much. I really do. What their yeah, work is amazing in for every sure, community. For sure. Not just <laughs> teachers. Anyone from, you know, waiters to... Janitors to who are anybody, cleaning this. Anybody who you walk into a store mm -hmm. or facility, workers... Just be mindful of what we have to go through on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis. Wearing a mask all day, sanitizing all day, mm -hmm. having to follow your boss's rules. Yeah. Sometimes they're not your own rules. Just be mindful of these things. Absolutely. Little things like that make a world of a difference for the employee's day. Mm -hmm. And it really just keeps society at peace. And that's <laughs> what we need. We need to get away from this division because yeah. we're being divided. And let's all come together. It's and, cohesiveness that yes, we need. Let's yeah. come together and come up with solutions rather than... I feel uh, like we've said this like a million times. A million times. <laughs> but... Here we are again. <laughs> I, you never know who's listening to what episode. So that's hopefully true. it resonates with somebody somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of Karen's doctor, do you mm -hmm. remember? I want to tell this Karen story. All right, go ahead. <laughs> you remember um, <laughs> the lady who came and she brought her husband. Uh-huh. And... This is the talking crack part of the okay, show. Sure. She came in and she brought her husband. Um, and I think she was just treating him to a treatment. Yeah. And I, I I mean, you know, I guess it was wrong of us to assume that she knew what she was signing up for. Yeah. So he came in, got his treatment. And oh, I remember this. Patient. Yeah, you remember exactly <laughs> who this is. So I'm in the back working and I get, you know, pulled up front from by Kim. Sure. She's like, oh, you know, this lady wants to speak to you. She has questions. And I was like, okay, great. So I come up front and then she's like very upset. Like I, I can visibly see it. And the I'm lady's like, very upset. She's very upset. Who wasn't the patient. Who, yeah, exactly. Okay. Who wasn't the patient. <laughs> she was like, excuse me. And I was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, why is my husband out? And I was like, um, what do you mean? She's like, I was told he was going to be in treatment for an hour. And I'm like, uh, I'm he sorry. Was, he was in treatment for a while, though. He was in treatment yeah. for about 40 minutes. I mean, minutes. he went through the entire process. Yeah, yeah, he like went to 45 minutes or He got so. what yeah. he paid for, exactly. Yeah. So she was like, he was supposed to receive a massage for one hour and this oh, and that. Geez. And I was like, whoa, whoa, take it a step back, man. Like, hold on. I was like, um, just, <laughs> we just start off. We don't even offer massages. We don't offer massages. We're not a massage therapy office. Yeah. We're a chiropractic office. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, well, he was supposed to be in there uh, for an hour because I was told he was going to be in there for yeah. an hour. And I was like, well, my staff, when you asked for time, I was yeah. like, they say that it can take up to an hour. Yeah. It's not like we guarantee. Our, our staff is hour. very well trained to yes. say at least 45 minutes to an hour for exactly. your first visit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. She was just very upset that. And I was like, well, you paid for this <laughs> and this and this. And your husband got this, this and this. And, Mind you, uh -huh. we had a great conversation, me and the patient. Uh -huh. Great treatment session. <laughs> he loved his therapy. Yeah. He felt so much better. Uh-huh. I don't know what this lady was fishing I for. I really don't know. Yeah. And then she goes, this, I can't believe I paid this to get this. And I was like, well, ma'am, if you had these questions, you should yeah. have asked before. Well, that's insulting to me, though. It is insulting. Paid to get this. Like, what is this? I know. I'm like, right? you pay a one. And she was like, well, why is it so much? And I was like, well, you're paying for experience and yeah. the quality of work. Yeah. I was like. Which is, it, we're very, our pricing yeah. is very comparable with the city. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've we seen, did our research. We're not yeah. just throwing bullshit prices out here. I've done my research too. Yeah. Remember when we sat down? Yeah, and of course. There are places in the area who charge yeah. double what we and, and, and don't we, even do we, half of we what try we do. to give additional therapy that's yeah. not even like part of the price. We yeah. I always give people, you know, complimentary, complimentary things. this, yeah. complimentary. I, my goal is to help you. Yeah, uh, exactly. If you can't afford it, I'm gonna try to help you as best as I can. Yeah, <laughs> but. She, she wasn't even the patient. That's no, the part. No, yeah. That, yeah. And he, so what, it's like, yeah. I was just very confused because she was like, well, 
I'm going to write a Yelp review and this and that. And I was like, ma'am, I invite Fuck you Yelp. to, please. You know how I feel about Yelp. <laughs> Fuck you. I was just Yelp. like, please like, go ahead. Like I will write a Yelp review. You. <laughs> I don't even fucking pay attention to Yelp anymore. Yelp is the biggest load of crack. Yeah, I agree. Dude, it is. I even saw, um, what's his name? The one, the, the English guy that the, the chef that yells at people all the time. Oh, um, Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. Yes. Gordon Ramsay did, did a little, I saw a snippet of him talking about Yelp and uh -huh. how it destroys the food industry because mm -hmm. they don't care about the mm -hmm. quality of food. They don't care about the experience. All mm -hmm. they care about is you pay us fucking money mm -hmm. and we're going to put your good reviews. If you don't pay us oh money, we're going to show your bad reviews. And it's destroying yeah. the restaurant industry. It's not only the restaurant. Every, I would yeah. say every small business it sure. like sets out to attack them. Yeah. They're like extortionists and they're really yeah, good at sure. it. So sure. they... Like you said, like they're like, you either pay us this amount exactly. or you're not going to get these I mean, when, when you first start a business, you start getting Yelp reviews, whether you are registered with Yelp or not. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So anyone could write you a review, whether you have a, a, a page or not. So mm -hmm. the best idea if you're starting a small business is to solidify your account. Mm hmm. And solidify your business's page. Mm -hmm. So that helps you get a little bit of control of mm -hmm. what's being shown and whatnot. But once you start getting some five star reviews within days you get calls oh and a lot gosh. of times when i don't pay attention to yelp for a while mm -hmm. i'll get fake stuff posted on our page yes, like we do. random ass questions mm -hmm. that they know we're going to jump on to answer and then they call literally an hour after we answer mm -hmm. i've had a review posted and i commented back thank you so much within minutes i got a call from yelp so i don't know if that person is real or not and a lot of the times we can't identify who the people are yeah and Sometimes they'll even go as far as saying like, oh, I came in and then we'll look it up and it's not bullshit. even a patient. It's in not system. even a real patient. It's yeah. a one star review. Mm -hmm. It's just a bullshit mm -hmm. ploy to get some money out of you. Yeah, it which is. is bullshit. And they're so incessant with their calling. Like I they know. call and call and call. And I'm like, please stop calling. I had to tell them like yeah. at a certain point, I was yeah. like, you know what? Please don't call us. We're not going to give yeah. you any money. Yeah. Like just remove us from your list because you're not getting anything from us. At one point I told the Yelp rep, yeah. are you, are you, I'm not trying to be mean, but are you a bozo? Mm -hmm. Like. Who the fuck is using Yelp to go anywhere? It's we're in the middle of a pandemic on a lockdown. Yeah. You want me to pay you to advertise? Like, how does that even make sense? People aren't even going places right now. Yeah, mind you, it's not even like a decent price. It's like a thousand dollars. I know. It's 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 it's, 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 it's not just review. that. It's like pay us a thousand dollars to have so many clicks per whatever, and then it's paying us still fifteen dollars mm -hmm. to put the photos that you want, and pay another five dollars <laughs> to put that you're a certified business. So it's like monthly, monthly, monthly yeah. expense. Mm -hmm. They control the narrative. Mm -hmm. You have zero control over what happens, mm -hmm. and it's just the. I think it's one of the worst platforms to have. And I feel like the best thing we did yeah. was stop paying attention to them. One of the best. It really is. One like, of the best. And that's when our business started shooting up. One even of the best things that I ever did was tell, tell them to Yelp to go F off. Because <laughs> I agree. A, it saved us a lot of money. Uh-huh. B, we realized nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And C, it's all bullshit and fake. Yeah. So Yeah. So if if if, yeah. if there was anything you could recommend to a small business, what would it be? When you first start off, uh -huh. Yelp is very beneficial to you. Uh -huh. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna gonna be under the radar when you first start a business. Mm -hmm. So ask your clients if they've had a positive experience to write you a good review. Mm -hmm. That really helps, kind of just boost your your listings, boost your online so awareness. Visibility. It really helps with SEO and visibility on Google searches and Yahoo searches and other, you know, uh, mm -hmm. 
search engine platforms. So when you first start off, it's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once you get about maybe 10 to 15 five-star reviews up to 30, that's when it starts to be a business to them. Mm -hmm. They want to catch you. Basically, they won't admit it, but pay us or, or we're going to hide these good reviews. Yeah. These hard, the, it's not even that it's like the good reviews start diminishing slowly. Oh yeah, They'll start hiding them. They'll start yeah. hiding them slowly. Mm -hmm. And then you'll go from a business who's doing well with 35 star reviews to business with four or five star reviews, mm -hmm. five star reviews, a couple two star reviews that mm -hmm. came out of nowhere, a one star review that came out of nowhere. And then it becomes a really gray zone. So if you're first starting off, mm -hmm. utilize Yelp as a good way to grow your business mm -hmm. and your online presence. And what they claim is that like those reviews need to be reviewed. Exactly. Because it may not be a legitimate exactly. uh, profile, exactly. this and that. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, like, yep. why don't you just let a business thrive? Just please? let them thrive on their mm -hmm. own. Yelp does a lot of good. For, let's let's just be real. Yelp mm -hmm. does a lot of good for small businesses, and it can also hurt a lot of small businesses. Yeah, so when you're first starting off, take control of your Yelp pages, mm -hmm. your Google pages, all those where people are searching. Mm -hmm. Make sure you take control of those. Kindly ask your customers, you know, if they had a positive experience or not, to write you a review. That's a good way to kind of get your foot in the door mm -hmm. with your visibility. And then after that. It's up to you whether you want to continue to advertise or not mm -hmm. with Yelp. Mm -hmm. um, if you advertise, they continue to have your page grow. If you decide not to, it might hurt you in the long run. Mm -hmm. But once you develop a good online presence and mm -hmm. you no longer need them. Steer clear. Adios. <laughs> I would much rather you focus on your Google, mm -hmm. your Google account than your yeah. Yelp account. I would really say like it's very important to control your own narrative Yeah. to not let, again, not let anyone take that from you. Exactly. Um, so if there's anything that you can control, it's your own social media. Your exactly. Own, anything that you put out into yeah. the world yeah. should be fully, fully controlled exactly. by you because only you have that vision exactly. and no one else is going to be able to do that exactly. for you and for your business. And you got to think about, think about it this way too. We're, we're slowly shifting from a world of using an app or a search engine to mm -hmm. find somewhere to now just being familiar with places from social media. Mm -hmm. So uh, instead of focusing your time on, you know, my Yelp page, my Google page, focus on building your social media brand. Mm -hmm. That's that's probably the way I would go now. Things it have shifted true. towards, think about it this way. People are on their cell phone, on Instagram, on TikTok or YouTube or Snapchat. Okay pretty much all day. I yeah. mean, when there's a moment to spare, you're on your phone on social media. That's where people's eyes are. Yeah. Put your money to where you're in people's hands mm -hmm. rather than a random one or two searches a week for mm -hmm. a restaurant or one mm -hmm. or two searches a week for a great, you know, s store or mm -hmm. whatnot. Put yourself in their hands, focus on your social media through Facebook, Instagram, mm -hmm. And I know TikTok is starting to do that too. So mm -hmm. put your advertisement in there. Mm -hmm. put, that's, put your dollars there. Put your dollars where it's going to be in people's hands. Yes, where it's going to be seen. Yelp is no longer, mm -hmm. I think, that prevalent. I don't yeah. I don't ever think to go to Yelp anymore. Me neither. I, I like, and like yeah. you said, like right now, like me, myself, and people, I would say my age group. Yeah. Um, every time I come across a new uh, restaurant, a mm -hmm. new company or something that I really want to look into, I'll hop right on Instagram and I exactly. look them up and I'm like, okay, what do you have to offer? Like this, that, that. That's where we you find know? them out. Yeah. yeah. Even when people want to come in, like, um, you know, mm -hmm. celebrities or whatnot, yeah. or people who have blue check marks, we always hop on Instagram to see. Mm -hmm. We don't check anywhere else. We don't do a <laughs> yeah. Google search. Instagram is like our new Google for Yeah, us. <laughs> I know. I, or I have a patient say, hey, I own so-and-so restaurant. Yeah. Where where do we go? We don't go to Yelp to look at reviews. We go yep. on Instagram to check yep. them out. 
So that's where you got to think, where are people looking? That's where I need yeah. to be advertising. And that's where the importance of paying attention to your demographics exactly. really comes into play because exactly. you're going to see the people who come and, you know, are patrons of your business mm -hmm. and you need to find out what their interests are and start catering exactly. to that. Exactly. And that's really like, I, I would say like you can, if you master that, you're successful. Exactly. You're going to do mean, good. I mean, our phones pretty much are listening to everything you say. I know. And what is. are the things that target that? Facebook, yep. Instagram, TikTok. Mm -hmm. Those are the platforms that target your interests yeah that used to be able to track i'm not sure if they because of the non-trackers from apple i think they still do <laughs> but they were able to track it and put it on your google search uh -huh. or put it on your facebook it's in your hands yeah they were not putting it on yelp no they weren't let me tell you no, something they weren't i talk about like marketing and advertising so much that mm -hmm. it is so fine-tuned on my phone like the ads that come up to exactly me. that one weekend i was in um i think i was in driving through vegas mm -hmm. and it was like oh come to the university of las vegas to, for a marketing course and i was yep. like what the hell yep. <laughs> I was like, this is insane if i mention uh -huh. the word vegas at my house with our alexa in our oh. google home and our phones uh -huh. i will wake up the next morning to an email from the win from yep. caesar's palace <laughs> from bellagio like all the places i've ever visited or have a player's card with i'll get an email from them that's insane right that's powerful yes and how are they doing it it all starts from government control at birth. <laughs> government <laughs> control looping at birth. Back. <laughs> <laughs> looping back. Government control at birth. That's how they're getting us. <laughs> That's how they know every single detail about our lives. Right? That's insane. Son of a gun. <laughs> We're really just incriminating ourselves. We are at the end of the day. So if you're from Yelp. We're not very big fans. I'm a fan of you as a person. I know you have a job to do. Honestly, all the people I've talked to from Yelp are very nice people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it I feel like they know the system and they're just like, eh. They're I, like, I just, feel you. They're like, I just need a check. It's out of my control. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. I'm just doing my job. Yeah. I don't ever argue with them. I just yeah. tell them how it is and just mm -hmm. move on. But that's Listen that's here, my thought. Skippy. <laughs> yeah. You won't get a check from me. <laughs> <laughs> so Eileen. Uh -huh. Diane has been out of town for a work trip for the past three to four days mm -hmm. and my poor boy cooper <laughs> my eight month old chocolate lab mm -hmm. has been having a very tough time <laughs> poor, poor dog <laughs> i don't know what it is uh -huh. he's just not coping well mm -hmm. and even before she was leaving he is having the biggest chewing phase of his life really it yeah. all started when he started pawing and freaking scratching at the bottom of his kennel uh-huh decides to tear up and eat the plastic bottom of it like the bottom of the crate right the bottom of the crate okay. so he destroys any pillow top we put i bought him i spent maybe 650 dollars on this dog just for the crate just for his bed and bedding bedding for this freaking dog <laughs> any mattress or phone anything uh -huh. he'll chew it apart <gasps> So then he progressed towards chewing the actual plastic on the bottom of the kennel. Oh, God. So I bought him a new one. Mm -hmm. He destroyed that one. Oh, Lord. So it was Saturday. So <laughs> I was thinking to myself, what can I do to help this dog? What can I put on the bottom of this kennel that he won't be able to get to? So yeah. I had the bright idea to buy uh, laminate flooring, uh -huh. like the wood panels that click together. Just like one box. So I bought one box. <laughs> I, you know. Did all my work. I tiled his floor for him. And then I was like, okay, this is a little bit tough. Let me put like a nice rug. So I bought a nice rug for it. I mm -hmm. cut it to space. This rug was fucking expensive because, you know, mm -hmm. it was durable. Yeah. 
I come downstairs in the morning and this thing is shred to pieces the next day. <gasps> Durable my butt. <laughs> Get so now he's sleeping on laminate flooring <laughs> <laughs> in his kennel. Poor Cooper. I do not know what to do. Wow. If anyone has any advice on how to handle this, I don't know what it is. Is he bored? I have some advice. Yes. Throw oh. an old towel in there. Just That's it. I, he's going to rip it, isn't he? I... I buy him an, I'm part of the Bark Box Club. He uh -huh. gets toys every month. Uh -huh. I literally buy him maybe 10 to 15 toys a month every couple weeks. I swear wow. to God. Wow. <laughs> so he chews through everything possible. Uh -huh. His goal in life is to remove the little squeaker, take out all the, all the stuffing, the, the stuffing inside, <gasps> destroy the thing to pieces, and then move on to the next toy. It doesn't matter what material it's made out of, he will destroy it. Are you serious? Okay, he's eight months old. He looks like he's like a five-year-old dog. He looks buff. He's, he's about 90 insane. pounds, uh -huh. and he's a big-ass dog. He's huge. He anyone like... anyone who has a lab uh -huh. looks at him like, holy shit, your dog is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you were shopping around for him, you were like, I want the biggest dog. And I, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> I want the biggest, fiercest-looking dog, and that's who I picked. Yeah. and He's the sweetest little boy. <laughs> like, he's the sweetest, cutest dog. It's just I cannot get him to leave his bed alone like he's, yeah he doesn't do anything to anything else really? he won't bother our shoes our couch nothing uh-huh he just destroys his bed really that's it i thought it would be the other way around i think you know i'm actually having the opposite problem my dog my new puppy she uh -huh. is destroying everything except her bed i know she i just don't get it that's bed. i just don't get it i don't get why he's picking on his bed I don't know. It's, I, it's, is it a dog thing? Is it? A, I, I don't know. Is he bored? I mean, we take him for walks as much as we can. Uh -huh. I, I play with him. Go outside with him for at least 20 to 30 minutes and play uh -huh. fetch with him. He's really getting really athletic with fetch. Like uh -huh. he surprises me sometimes with his abilities. Yeah. Super fast, super athletic dog. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what it is about his bed that he just wants to sit on the bare floor. Maybe, maybe it's hot for maybe him. Maybe it's, I don't know, but. Since he's removed the carpet, uh -huh. he's been laying on the laminate flooring and on top cool. of his kennel. And he, I think he thinks it's the actual floor. So maybe. he doesn't bother it. He doesn't scratch at it. So, you know, it's summer. Maybe he thinks, maybe it's hot, like his bedding. Like, because I do notice that my yeah. dogs, they, um, around this time of year, uh, the older one, yeah. she doesn't like to sleep on her bed. She likes to sleep yeah. on the bare floor. But he's not like trying to move it. You know what I mean? He's not trying to he's like... He's not doing anything to it? Anything to move it. He's just tearing it to pieces. <laughs> and well, I'll come downstairs and he just like shrinks down aw. as if he knows he did something wrong. They know. They're so smart. And I'm just looking at him and he's looking up at me and he just like, sorry, dad, I messed up again. Aw. Again, again. Time. I think, <laughs> you well, know, I mean, like, think about it. If he were trying to move it, he's inside yeah. the crate. Where's he going to put it? <laughs> the problem is, like, I want to go through, like, the punishment things I've learned. Uh -huh. But since he's in his bed, I don't like to punish him when he's in his bed. Yeah. So he almost gets away with it. Because it's I his can't, comfort zone. I can't, like, you know, <laughs> I can't, like. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's I mean, I, essentially, you're probably just going to have to leave him on the laminate. I guess he thinks it's, it's cool. working. So I he mean, likes it. it's fine. He's comfortable. I mean, uh, that's all that matters that he's comfortable. You know how I know he likes it. it when I come downstairs in the morning because mm -hmm. I'm usually the first one up. I'll come downstairs, mm -hmm. feed him, and then Diane will come after and like get breakfast ready, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
but I know he likes it because he, when I get downstairs, mm-hmm. he's not crying. He's, he's just laying down and relaxing. Mm, That's why I know strong. he likes it. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. he would be up, like crying, fidgeting, fidgeting yeah. around, playing with his toys. Now he's just calm and relaxed. So yeah. I think maybe that's the solution maybe. until he and tears up the wood. Until also, I go home today and the wood is torn up. Probably. He's also still <laughs> a baby too. So he is, he I know is. at that stage yeah. and age, they're very playful. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, mine, um, I've been house sitting for my parents. Yeah. And I mean, I say she's mine, but she really belongs to them. Yeah. But um, she'll, she woke me up twice last night. Yeah. She woke me up at midnight. And at 4.30 in the morning. I know. Because she has to worst. pee. And I'm like, frickin' hey, I'm she's trying to sleep. She's still a baby, though. She's a baby. She's only three yeah. months old. Coop. And they're so spoiled, doctor. They are. Ridiculously spoiled. You want to know what I walked into the other day at home? I went to my parents' house. I went to visit them. My mom's in the kitchen. She's like working real hard at the stove. And I'm like, hey, Eleven, what are you doing? And then she's like, oh, I'm cooking. And I was like, oh, what are you making? She was like, I'm meal prepping for the dogs. Meal prepping? <laughs> she's meal prepping for the dogs. That's the best. And I'm like, mom, you never meal prepped yeah. for me. And then I was like, she was like, yeah, well, you're like a, you're, you're whatever. She's yeah. like, these are my babies. And I'm like, what are you cooking? She was like, well, I have chicken and um, carrots for Henny. Yeah. And I have turkey and spinach for Luca. And I'm like, awesome. oh my God, mom. That's so cool. <laughs> Honestly, my mom used to do the same shit. Yeah. She used to, we used to have a Yorkshire Terrier named Kobe uh-huh. when I was younger. <laughs> and my mom would cook him fresh chicken, fresh veggies. Like yep. he barely would eat his food because he would hit fresh yeah. gourmet meals with us. So why eat dog food, right? I know, I know. <laughs> and speaking of dog food, Cooper's rebelling against his dog food. I don't know what's going on oh with his dog. I, I, I think, think he's, he's protesting. I think he's going through some <laughs> growing pain. I don't know what he's... He's going through some emotional stress because he he's... some internal stuff going on. <laughs> I'm trying to get the vet to prescribe him some Xanax oh or something so he can just calm down a little bit because he's just so hyper. Yeah. I'm joking, by the way. I'd never oh give him gosh, anything like that, but... I just, I don't know. Dogs are amazing. I love they them are. so much. They are. They have yeah. their own little personalities. Yeah. And for you to just like yeah. watch them and yeah. develop is the funniest thing ever. I know. Because uh, like I said, I have this new puppy and then my older puppy, Henny. Yeah. Um, she's not a puppy anymore, but we I think she is. But when I first brought her home, I had an, another older dog and mm-hmm. she was the way my new puppy is. Yeah. She would want to like bug her, bite her, nip yep, at her. Yep. And the other dog would get mad and just like uh, snap at her, right? So now she's in the other on the other side of the shoe. Yeah. So now she's the old grumpy one, and then the new little one is like nipping at her, and she's just so mean to her. And I'm like, I can't even be mad because if someone bugged me that much, I'd be that pissed too. I just wish I can hear them speak because I just want to know what. Sometimes I look at Cooper and he's looking back at me. I'm like, what are you doing, you bozo? Like. <laughs> Did you really need to just ram right into the wall like it's that? So like, crazy! I just don't understand what's going through his brain sometimes. I don't either because this morning I mm. found that my puppy had pooed in the kitchen, and mm. I go pick it up and it's like strings of hair, like oh she eats hair God. balls, oh and I'm like, dude, God. what are you doing? See, the good thing about <laughs> Cooper is he's very well pee and poop trained. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He will not pee or poop inside the house. Like uh-huh. that was the very first thing I was on his ass about. So. He can hold it for a while. We went yeah. up to Big Bear and we took him with us to Diane's uh-huh. parents' house. Mm-hmm. And because his like area or rock, he, he pees in our backyard on, on our rocks and stuff. I've trained him to te- pee on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Because those he couldn't find those rocks, he held his pee for like 24 hours. Stop. He would not go pee. Are you serious? I took him outside maybe 10 to 15 times. Oh my God. To pee. And he just would not pee not even like one of those like mark my territory no keys? he would not pee stop so finally the morning comes it's like so we left 
the morning before at nine. Uh-huh. It's like probably eight o'clock in the morning the next day. Hasn't Peter pooped? Uh-huh. So I take him out and he finally just like pees for 10 minutes because he probably can't hold it anymore oh, poor Cooper. He but the poor guy something. just couldn't find his rocks he was oh. just smelling around for his rocks to pee on him oh my god he's just a baby he's, he's, a baby. he's also kind of big so he probably has like a 10 gallon tank in there. i know he was holding it dude so now when he's crying in the middle of the night i'm like dude if you can hold it for 24 hours you're you good buddy stop trying to catch my attention <laughs> <laughs> and the funny the, so another funny thing is i know we're talking about our dogs like they're our kids but he, his kennel is right in front of our fish tank. Okay. Okay. So when he was a baby, mm-hmm. he could never look above the countertop to see the fish tank. Mm-hmm. And now that he's bigger, he finally discovered the fish. <laughs> so all he does is just sit there and bark at the fish. No. Like as if it's the first time he's ever seen them. Oh and my they've gosh. been a part of his life, his whole freaking <laughs> life. <laughs> so he just like barks at the fish all like he just discovered that the fish are there. But tell, tell the people, the community about your fish. They're not just any regular fish either. They're like these little glow in the dark. They're glow in the dark. They're neon. Yeah, they're neon mm-hmm. fish. Yeah, which is crazy. So he's probably seeing yeah. that and is like, what is this? I know. So so my brother-in-law bought Stella fish for her third birthday, mm-hmm. right? He bought her, I like, think, like nine or ten of them. How many are still alive? I think we have like seven. Oh, wow. That's good for a year. I'm super surprised yeah. because I didn't expect them to last more than two weeks. And <laughs> yeah. these suckers are thriving and it's almost <laughs> Stella's birthday again. So yeah. it's been a whole year. These yeah. suckers are thriving. They are, right? God, it's they're thriving. <laughs> and Cooper finally discovered them uh-huh. and... Uh, he just barks in the middle of the night at the damn fish. And so in the middle of the night, you just wake up to a bark? To, to him just like trying to get out of his cage. To, to, he's just like one of them swam across his face and he oh just wants gosh. to Oh my gosh. And them. he's like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's like, like that get dog the fish, gotta get the fish, gotta get the fish. Have you seen the movie Up? Which is just like, call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can dogs, totally picture I know. I wish that. I had a collar just to hear what he's talking about. Like those dogs on That would up. be so cool, right? Oh my gosh. I know. I wish I could like... I could hear their thoughts or see. I just want to know what I they're know. thinking. Animals are amazing. I wonder if they think we're dumb. They probably do. Yeah. They're probably like, you idiot. They're like, why are you so mean to me? Why do you have to be my ruler? Step on that poop. I, just I know, took. right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> pick up my poop, fool. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were mean to me. I'm going to go shit so you could pick it up oh my gosh uh the worst <laughs> and you is, gotta take me for a walk <laughs> yep the worst is stepping in it and I know. then you're just like god have Crazy. you ever stepped on poop dog poop with a barefoot not with a barefoot oh my god it was I, the I, thing. I, I might cut my foot <laughs> off if that ever happened it happened to me it was That's the worst disgusting. feeling ever i would i would literally <laughs> i would literally cut my foot off <laughs> Just hacksaw it. <laughs> hacksaw. Diane actually bought me a pooper scooper the other day. No I was way. so excited about it. That's the it. best. It's, yeah. it's really good. I don't have to bend down anymore. It's one of those up. that you squeeze and it just like opens. It like, it's poops. like a big claw that like oh. catches the poop. That's so funny. So we let him poop and then once it dries, we pick it up. Really? Yeah. You don't get like a bunch of flies or anything? Um, I mean, our backyard is set up so it's like to the side. So where oh, okay. he pees and poops is like to the side. So it's not in the way. Yeah. Um. The flies are not, I mean, it's not too crazy. I mm-hmm. mean, they come, but it's hard to pick it up when it's like just Yeah, because then wet. it's like a little streak. Because it's not <laughs> like on the line. grass or anything like that. It's on ro- on our Concrete. rocks. Oh, it's the, the rocks of yeah. the backyard. So uh-huh. we wait for it to dry so we can pick it up clean, you know? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I know, because our dogs have a designated like very back corner too. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, oh, here, come, here comes a fly. It's fresh. Go get it. Right. <laughs> so Man. I send a sibling to go the get flies it. Flies are everywhere, dude. Oh, it's ridiculous. Mosquitoes, like mosquitoes. Okay, this God. new ankle biting mosquito is Fuck, killing me. Dude, I got killing my me. legs the other day were just all over. It on got fire. me on the arm. I was mm-hmm. paranoid one day. I got a 
I felt something on my mouth. I was like, oh my God, Dan, I got a bug bite on my lip, dude. Oh my gosh. I was paranoid. What was like it going to look like? The herpes? <laughs> no, it was like right by my, like right there by my nose. And I was just so paranoid. I'm like, thank God we get to wear masks. Nobody has all to day. see this. Nobody this, has to see shit. Pepperoni slice I on know. my face. I've kind of enjoyed the mess. It's like, it covers your face. It's just like, I know, honestly, you don't have like, to worry about you, what you look, look like so true, much. It's true because yeah. once the pandemic hit and the mask yeah. came on, I was like, great. Now I don't have to invest in makeup. Know, none of that. I know. <laughs> so yeah those are our puppies those are our uh, dogs these spoiled brats They're amazing <laughs> <laughs> honestly like we just love them so much but I animals know. are so amazing like they are they They're are just like a built-in best friend. like i walk into my house mm -hmm. and i'll expect stella to have the reaction that cooper has when she sees me <laughs> but <Nope. laughs> it's just unconditional love. like love and excitement you get from a uh, animal uh -huh. that no human can give you i i agree right? um yep. like my daughter's happy to see me but not the way cooper's happy to see me you want to know my dad told me something the other day i yeah. was i was over at their place and yeah usually when he comes home like both of the girls like the, the dogs they go crazy they're yeah. like oh my god like like you were just saying and then my dad he like picks them up like one in each arm yeah, he like right? hugs them kisses them and this and that <laughs> and i was like damn dad like you don't even hug me like that he's like well you don't greet me like that i know so. right shit i wish i could hug and pick up cooper but he's yeah, as big he's as so me big. he can literally stand up and put his arms on my shoulders yeah he's just a good he's a he's good boy huge. he's just so like his body is so thick and his arms and bones are so massive yeah, that yeah. like he just doesn't understand his body weight. He doesn't. And he's still, he's still a baby. So he thinks he's little. He thinks he's like, little. Like in his mind, he's yeah. like, I'm this little creature. But no, yeah, he thinks you're a great little. Dane walking around. He's a freaking giant. <laughs> yeah. He's short. He's short, but big at the same time. It's weird. Really? He's like short to the ground. Huge. But when he sits, he's tall. It's weird. He has a long body. He has a long body. And uh -huh. it's like... uh. Um, labs have like extra skin fluff <laughs> they, so they're like thick and they have extra like skin like you literally pull them up and they're just skin would you say he's thick with two C's He's, beyond, he's Beyonce thick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but oh my with Lord. a side of Ronnie Coleman buff. You know oh, okay, what I mean? So okay, he's like right. a buff thick. He's like thick but like smooth thick. He doesn't so got like, like the cottage cheese. Yeah, no cottage cheese thick. He's just like smooth, <laughs> hard built, thick. He's right? built. Okay, okay. Built for tough. Built for tough. I'm yeah. dead. <laughs> That's Coop, guys. That's Coop. <laughs> Gotta love him. All right, guys. So it's been a fun <laughs> topic of conversation about yep. COVID again and talking about animals and dogs. So thank you guys for tuning in. It's been awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at King of Cracks. And you can find me at Eileen.BTS. And remember, we're always on YouTube with these um, with our videos. So if you want to watch it, it's going to be on that YouTube. Um, yeah. You can also hear us on Pandora. Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. There was another one. There's a bunch. So Google it. A bunch it. more. <laughs> Thekingofcracks.com slash Talking Crack. You can find us there. Thank you, guys. See you next time. This one. Gotta Woo! Don't leave me hanging. And that's rap. That's right. <laughs>